0: First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. On the line right now is Dr. Kent Hall from MVHS. Uh, he is the chief physician executive who's been with us when it comes to the COVID issue for now longer than a year. We're still talking about it and it's still pertin- uh, pertinent pertinent um, because of the, the Delta variant and the number of people who have not gotten the vaccine. Dr. Hall, good morning. Thanks for coming on.
1: Good morning. Happy Monday.
0: Happy Monday. Okay. So uh, do you have any idea where you are right now at MVHS?
1: So uh, I don't have today's numbers, but as of over the weekend, we had 11 positives. Okay. That
0: continues to grow.
1: Yeah. We're, you know, if you think about it, back on the 4th of July, so, um, you know, a month ago, we were down to zero.
0: I, I want to ask you though we uh, in in December and January the numbers were really high and at one point I think you had 160 COVID positive patients in the hospital but never had to we still didn't close down then uh, commerce didn't close down um, there were restrictions uh, the the and I believe that some of the by January I, I think you're you were still doing elective procedures is that is that correct.
1: No, so actually, on January 11th, we hit our high at 246 positive patients okay. within the Mohawk Valley Health System. Um, we we were not doing elective procedures at that time because we needed to. Um, we needed to really focus all of our resources on taking care of all the patients that we had. We had over 400 patients within the within the system. So, um, and like I said, you know, more than 50 yeah. percent of them were were uh, COVID patients. So, so uh, we 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 were not doing it then. Although you're, you're right, from a community standpoint, there were we did have significant restrictions. I mean, in terms of. Yeah. You know what could be done. Uh, you know everybody's wearing masks, and you know what could be done in terms of getting people together and things. And obviously, those have been um, uh, loosened up somewhat, uh, actually fairly significantly. Um, thankfully, at the same time, you know we have you know close to seventy percent of our uh, of our adult population has has gotten within our within our yeah, county yeah. has gotten has gotten the uh, vaccine. So.
0: Yet uh, yet 11 in the summertime, um, it, it, this is the time where we would expect to have our numbers at their lowest. It's It's got to have you thinking that at the very least some concern about the possibility of fall and winter uh, getting bad again. And then, you know, maybe, you know, last year they talked about this, uh, the flu combined with COVID. Uh, we were going to get a double whammy and we never did. But remember, we weren't out doing a lot of different things or inside doing a lot of different things, Uh, what are your fears going forward?
1: No, I think you make a lot of good points, and they are exactly the things that we are thinking about. In fact, we are pulling together our, uh, for lack of a better term, our task force to see where we are, make sure that we, you know, that we have everything that we believe that we'll need from a PPE standpoint, from a testing standpoint, both for COVID and for the flu. Um, so we are we are well in preparation, and we're trying to to. Gauge, you know, how many patients we think we'll end up with. Um, understanding mm-hmm. that that's, you know, that crystal ball. Everybody's crystal ball is pretty yep. foggy on that. Uh, but we we are aware that you know the the trajectory of this is probably going to be upward. Uh, in fact, I would say. <laughs> in fact, I, I I would I would almost guarantee that that's going to be the case <laughs> and i don't right. usually guarantee a lot of things yeah um you know and so we are we are definitely uh in uh you know it isn't so much preparation because we we feel we are prepared it's really just evaluating to make sure you know are there any things that we that we should be looking for now in terms of you know excess equipment and things we don't think so but until you actually do a deeper dive you're not 100% sure
0: yeah Dr. Hall, do you anticipate any changes to visitor policy or visitation due to the uh, increase in
1: patients? So we're not anticipating any changes in the visitor policy at this time. Obviously, we will be looking at that and seeing if there is a change. You know, if we see a huge influx in the number of uh, COVID patients, then that would, then we may need to make some adjustments. But at this time, we're, we're not anticipating it.
0: And it does seem that um, I I don't know that we're... I don't know how we would ever present another lockdown like we did in March of last year. Um, and so I, I don't anticipate that. And when you, you hear from the governor, I mean, whoever our governor is going to be eventually, um, when you hear from uh, officials, there seems to be no plan to do any closing down again because I'm not sure the economy can, can handle it. So going forward, though, I do think there is a, a public confidence that could become a problem. And I, I think I'm already starting to see a little bit with so much talk about the variant. I, I'm seeing more people wearing masks inside stores, inside a grocery store and that sort of thing. And then as this thing begins to spread and those who are vaccinated are testing positive, uh, public confidence could be the problem. Not a shutdown, but people not willing to go out and, and spend the money that they kind of feel like they've been able to do with the, with the vaccine this summer.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right and I've been doing a little bit of, you know, uh uh research from a historical pers- mm-hmm. per- perspective, you know, looking at the 1918 flu flu yep. pandemic and it's interesting there's a lot of similarity uh in regards to how uh, how we the the population responded in 1919 and early 1920 compared to what we're doing now in terms of you know they had pandemic fatigue at that time also and understand they also were you know at the end of world war one right. um and so you know there, there was a lot of we just want to put the the the, the 1910s the 19 teens uh, uh, you know yeah. behind us and so there, there was a lot there too the, the interesting thing was and and this is still not 100 percent understood, but for but for whatever reason, the flu, that flu pandemic tended to die out um, uh, on its own to a very great extent um not exactly sure why it may be somewhat related to you know development of herd uh, immunity yeah. probably world war 1 had so- the end of world war 1 had something to do with that because we weren't so confined right, um right. you know but it is interesting that you know from uh from uh human you know social um uh, psychology standpoint, you know the the same thing in terms sure. of we just want to put this behind us. Yeah. We were lucky in that regard. I don't know what's going to happen. This is a different virus. It is not a flu virus. I want to make that, that very clear. So, you know what is going to happen, and, you know, especially as these variants come out, is going to be uh, is is still yet to be defined, and, yeah. and that's why you know keeping our vigil up while it is. You know, frustrating and tiring and 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 all that is also really yeah, very, very important. 30, 30 seconds. 30 I just seconds. want
0: to give a little perspective on the numbers locally. Oneida County on Friday, the last day of numbers that we have, uh, they didn't put it out over the weekend, but on Friday, 33 new cases in Oneida County. That was the highest single day total in two months. That dates back to early May. And then in Herkimer County, they had 18 positive cases announced on Friday. So the local numbers are certainly ticking upward. And that's a, that's for Herkimer County, that's kind of a high number even during the pandemic. Yes, Those, it is. That was high. So, all right, doc, we appreciate the time as always and we'll do it again. Uh, thank you so much.
1: Sounds good, everybody. Please be safe and have a great week and be cool. It's going to be hot this
0: yeah, week. Yeah. Thank you so much.